what is going on. Welcome and or welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you guys are doing super well. I hope you out there listening are doing super well. These last couple days have been weird because I will go outside and take my walks and it feels amazing outside. Like it's warm weather. It feels good. I'm like, man, this would really be a good day to go on the beach. And that's not a real life thing right now. And it's just like so very weird. But uh, I'm hoping and I'm pretty I'm pretty actually hopeful that it will be ending soon and, and it ending in terms of such the restrictive restrictiveness we're on right now and like returning to somewhat of like normalcy um so that's exciting i i hope that happens soon um hope you guys are doing super well if you are not by the way this is if you're not following me on tiktok you you have to get on there and follow me like if you don't have an account go make an account and follow me on tiktok because honestly it's just pure comedy to see some of these people like come for my little throat because i say sugar doesn't make you fat or i say that fruit is good for you or just whatever it is like there's and I've never really experienced this before, but it's, there's so many people that just, like, sit behind their phones and just, like, try to just ruin people's lives. And it's it's funny, but it's sad at the same time. Like, I would – I feel bad for a lot of those people because I would never go on a social media platform and try to bring somebody down. Like, that's just absurdly weird to me. And I, that means that that person is in a really bad place. But nonetheless, you – it's funny to see me go back and forth because I'll just like send them nothing but smiley faces and just like make like logical comments and they'll just sit there and just like try to ruin my life. It's it's pretty funny. So I'll definitely get on there and, and start following me. And I almost have like, shoot, I think almost 9,000, 10,000 followers by now. It's crazy. It's blowing up. Um, but yeah, it's fun. So um, on to the podcast. In this podcast, we're going to talk about how to deal with cravings. And I am doing this because one of my online coaching clients, I checked in with her earlier today and we had a little back and forth on, she came from a place where she had lost a hundred pounds, regained it back, lost 50, regained it back. And so she's done some, she's done some amazing things and she's done some things that are like, Hey, like why, why did you gain the hundred pounds back? Right. And it's like, one of the big things that came up in today's check-in was Today's because today's Saturday. And she said, I've been hungry all week, not like starving, but like two or three on the scale, like or two or two or three on a hunger scale, like kind of hungry here and there. And she's like, I don't know why. It's obviously, and I'm like, well, you know, hunger, some hunger is normal and a calorie deficit, da da da, whole thing. And then she said, and then by the way, like, because one big thing that we have been working on is realizing that there are no good or bad foods. And not only are there no good or bad foods, but you can have what you would like. In moderation as long as you're in a calorie deficit that has been one of the biggest things that we've been trying to work on because she comes from a place of rice cakes are bad for you because somebody told her that or fruit is bad because sugar and like all those things so we've really just been trying to hammer hammer that home and today she emailed me actually and she was like hey listen like this is outside of what I normally would ever say, but like I really just want some pizza. So you know what? I put two slices of pizza into my my fitness pal for tonight. It's X amount of calories, and I'm going to work it in, and I'm still going to hit my calories, and I'm just going to deal with it because I just want some pizza. And like I'm, my brain is now realizing there's no good or bad foods, and as long as I keep it within my calorie limit, that's all that matters. And like so, to me. That is a big thing because, again, this person comes from losing 100 pounds, gaining 100 pounds, losing 50, gaining 50, back and forth, right? And the entire time she 
she was scared to not be in such an aggressive calorie deficit as well. And the reason I said I said because I wanted to put her on a on a on a less less aggressive, more moderate calorie deficit because you can still enjoy some of your favorite foods. And she at first she was very kind of like, uh, like that's kind of scary. Like I normally just do like fifteen hundred calories and like that's why you've gained and lost and gained and lost. You can't sustain that. Da, da, da. So now over it's literally only been three or four weeks, but over this period of time, she is now emailing me saying, Okay, I understand there's no good or bad foods. My brain is learning this. I'm gonna have my pizza tonight. I don't feel I don't feel guilty. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel like I'm messing up. I don't feel like I'm going off track. And her exact words were, I'm being bad so I can be good. And I'm gonna say that again. I'm being bad quote-unquote bad, eating the pizza so I can be good, a.k.a. sticking to her calorie deficit for a long period of time. Because what what happens is, especially with cravings, you you let it – actually, let's just get into it. Covering cravings, how to deal with them. First and foremost, I want to talk about – like I just said, if, if you're on a diet that – is so over restrictive if you're cutting out entire food groups if you're cutting out entire macronutrients if you're cutting out sugar if if you're doing things that are over restrictive and especially if you're cutting out the foods you enjoy that is a very 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 bad plan if you want to succeed a very bad plan and it, it will not last i don't care if you do keto for nine months after those nine months are up the rest of your life is not going it, it, it's you can't sustain it Right. So that's first and foremost, it's because what happens is the mental side of cravings kick in as opposed to just the physical side. Right. Like you might actually be hungry. You might actually you might have not not had a lot of protein that day. So your body is kind of craving things and your, your calories are low and da, da, da. Right. That might be happening. But on the flip side, you might be just having a mental craving of fuck. Oh, darn it. I'm in that cuss. F word. I just want some cookies, right? Like, and, but you're on keto, so you can't have cookies. Or you're doing super low carb, so you, you, you don't have that many carbs to play with for that day. So you can't have those. And now, on top of possibly the physical side, the mental side is now saying, okay, well, I want it. I want it. I want it. I can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. It's like telling your kid when they go into the store, don't, don't touch that. Literally four seconds later, they touch it. It's the same thing with you and food. The minute you go off limits, your brain goes, well, I really, really want that. Not only because you enjoy the food, but now it's like, oh, it's off limits. So now I'm like thinking about it nonstop and it's controlling my brain. So if you're, if you are out there doing one of those over-restrictive diets, like I had somebody comment on my TikTok earlier today, and this is bizarre to me, but she commented and she was like, I said something about like potatoes. She's like, oh my God, I miss potatoes so much. I'm like, oh, like, what do you, how do you miss a potato? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, well, I'm doing keto, so I I can't eat potatoes. And I'm like, I literally just commented back and I was like, please start eating potatoes again, smiley face. And she was like, no, I can't, my ketosis. I'm like, so I sent her like a direct message, like a private thing. And I was like, listen, like calorie deficit please just start eating potatoes again you're not going to gain weight like i'm begging you at this point she's like oh what really and i'm like yeah so but the minute you cut your favorite foods it's it's not going to end well so what i would say is first and foremost please find a diet and again a quote-unquote diet is just what you eat in your day a diet does not mean weight loss diet literally just means what foods are you eating in your day does it you could be weight gain weight maintenance weight lose whatever what foods are you eating in your day? So find something you can eat 
throughout your day that you enjoy, you can stick to, that are still nutritious, still whole foods, still nutrient-dense, all those things, but you can work in foods you enjoy, right? And if you can't do that, none of this other stuff is going to matter because your mental the mental part of cravings is going to take over your life too much. And that's just, and again, I've worked with people who have done keto, who have done all these things. And they're like, I just want to eat this food. I don't understand why I can't have it. And it like becomes frustrating and, and resentful and you really just get annoyed by it. But the more you can take that back and take control of food back, the, the better, the, the especially the mental side is going to be. So Beyond the mental side and not having such an over-restrictive diet, let's talk about cravings and how they start. Because I, I like to think of cravings on a uh, on a scale of one to ten, right? Like one being like, man, yeah, you could go for it. Like ten being you will literally punt a puppy across the room to get chips. And like I literally have heard that from somebody before. So on a scale of one to ten, you never start off as a ten on this scale. Right, like you never just like wake up, just get off work, and you're like, boom, oh my god, I will kill human beings for pretzels right now. Like that never really happens. Like at some point along the line, it was probably like, man, like I, I could go over some pretzels right now. And then you're like, man, I really like, you know, I could really go over some pretzels right now. It's Friday night, like I would just, you know, like to have, you know, whatever it is, a cheeseburger, whatever the craving may be. And then, like, Sunday rolls around, you're like, oh, my God, I've wanted them all week long. I am going to lose my mind if I don't have some, right? So it goes from maybe a three on the scale when it first starts. Like, yeah, okay, I could go for these. It goes to a 10 on the scale. When you let it get to a 10 on the scale, you deal with it at a 10 response. And what I mean by that is if you would have just dealt with it at the three response – at the three, you would have had a three response, meaning you probably would have just had a few in moderation and you would have been like, oh, okay, like, cool, I had them. Whereas if you let it get to a 10 on the scale, you're going to deal with it at a 10 response. You're going to not have seven prep, seven chips. You're going to have the entire bag of chips because now your cravings at a 10 and you've been wanting it for two weeks straight. And when you finally do get it, you're going to have all of it. And on top of that, if you're on one of these over-restrictive diets, you're like, oh, well, not only am I at a 10 on this scale, but I can't, I'm not supposed to have it. So you know what? I'm going to have all of it because A, I'm at a 10 on the scale, and now B, I can't have it. So when I do have it, I might as well get all of it. And then that leads to C, leading you to think, oh, well, I just screwed my diet up. Okay, well, what's the point of me keeping going? And then the rest of that weekend goes to hell. Like you just, you, you quit altogether. You stop doing what you're doing, all that. And again, <laughs> that's why I said in the beginning, if you're on one of these, long-term over-restrictive diets not going to succeed long-term just just bottom line like you're, you're not going to get to your goals so as far as back to the scale if it, uh, you need to deal with it when it's at a three right like and this is why counting your calories is good this is why like having some kind of thing where you can say okay i want this how can i fit this into my daily into my daily calorie, into my daily guideline, routine, whatever. Like you don't have to count calories. I think it's very good. You don't have to count calories, but how can you work that into your daily plan, right? If like, if you really want 10 chips, okay, well maybe you take out a snack earlier in the day to make room for those 10 chips. And that's how you say, okay, I'm gonna deal with it at a three on the scale because I'll switch my snack out in the morning I normally have for 10 chips at night, right? Like that's, 
That is one way you could do that. Or you could do it what I just said with my online coaching client this morning. She emailed me, which is amazing. I'm super proud of her for that. She emailed me and she said, hey, I'm going to have two pieces of pizza. I feel great about this. I've already planned my day out. I know exactly how many calories I'm going to have. I know exactly how many calories the pizza is. Like, I'm good. I'm actually going to be under my calories for the day. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's absolutely amazing. You can still have the foods you enjoy. This is what I mean when I say you can still have foods you enjoy and still lose fat. Like, this is 100% doable. And that right there is exactly how. And again, I didn't even tell her that. She told me that. Right? So that goes to the point of the more you do this kind of stuff, the better you are going to get at it too. Like, you will, I said it earlier, you will take back control of food. Food is not going to control you anymore. It's not going to control your emotional response. It's not going to control your stress response. You are going to control it, right? So the, the more you practice this, the more you do it. So don't let your cravings get to a 10 on the scale, please, because that's just going to lead to you having a 10 response. You're not going to have any moderation. You are going to go over your calories. You're going to feel bad because you went over your calories. You're going to feel bad because you're going to say, well, I shouldn't have had that. Well, I shouldn't have had that much of that. Well, why can't I just do this in moderation? Everyone, they're like, well, I can't, I can't have that, Eric, because I'm not going to have it in moderation. Yeah, I know, because <laughs> you, don't, you let it get to that 10 on the scale. That's why you can't have it in moderation, because you're letting it get to that point, right? So deal with it before it gets to that point. Now, next point, should you give in to every single craving you have? And my gut response is telling me no. And... Before I, before I really dive into that, the one thing I will say is like there are things you can do to quote unquote prevent cravings. You can have high protein. You can have multiple servings of vegetables throughout the day. You can make sure you have you know healthy fats and nutrient dense carbs and like meal timing. All these things. And and this is where I like why I like working with people one on one for their nutrition because I can really dive into these things. But there are things you can do. To make sure like your cravings aren't insane. Like if you're not eating all day long and you're eating 30 grams of protein a day, your, your craving is going to be out of this world. Like y- your body is starving. It wants something. It needs something. And you're going to eat sugar because of it, right? But like if you can have high protein, if you can eat every four hours, if you can have vegetables three times a day, that right there is going to alleviate a lot of those cravings. I worked with a lady who used to have like 12 cookies a night. And the thing is... <laughs> When we changed her, what she was eating to have more protein, to be more, more vegetable based, to have more fruits, to have more different things, all like, they didn't completely go away, but she did like within the first month, she was like, wow, like I'm surprised I'm not eating cookies every single night anymore. I don't even want them. Like my cravings for them are gone. So like, yes, there are things you can do outside the scope of kind of like, there, there are some practical things you can do. And if you want me to do a podcast on that, I absolutely can. Actually, I may have already had a podcast on that, but Getting back to the point, should you give in to every craving? No, I don't think so because it, it really is dependent on the person. But at some point, you need to flex the self-discipline muscle that God gave you. Like You need to make sure that you know you're in control of food. And you're probably thinking, well, you just told me to deal with it when it gets to a three. Da-da-da. Yes, I did tell you that. But here's the thing. If you are really, really struggling with something, if you're having ice cream every single night for two weeks if you say no ice cream i guarantee if you go through with those two weeks by the end of two weeks you're gonna be like you're you're gonna be like a i'm in control but b i don't even really want it anymore like it's it's not something i i am obsessing my entire thoughts and visions over right and why is that that's because 
when you stop giving into the craving, the craving stops coming, right? It's like, I can give you all these tips in the world, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to not give into the craving. And I said, I said, no, no ice cream for two weeks. Why did I say two weeks? Cause there's an end in sight. Mentally you're like, okay, two weeks, no ice cream. I can do this as opposed to keto cutting out all carbs you're like holy hell for the rest of my life i have to not have ice cream or not have bread or not have pasta or not have all these things i enjoy that is a little scary like i don't like that your brain's like yeah no way but like your emotional heart's like no i need to lose fat like there's plenty of ways to lose fat but you get what i'm saying because when there isn't when there's an end in sight it makes you more it's, it's something called bright lines. I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but like there's a bright line. It's like, okay, two weeks, bam, I can get to that two week point. I can do this. And it gives you an end in sight. So it's not the end of the, it's, it's not the rest of your life. So when you do that, like that would be something that might be beneficial to you. It might be, I don't know because I don't work with you currently, unless I do work with you and we've probably already done something like this, but that would be something I would say, like, should you give into every craving? No, I don't think so. There has to be times where you practice this muscle of self-discipline. And again, finding that line, is it's going to take time. It's going to take trial and error. I can't tell you, unless I work with you, I, I can't tell you what that's going to be for you. But just know that every single time you have a craving, I would deal with it on an individual basis. That's what I would do. I would deal with it piece by piece by piece. If you had three cravings Monday through Thursday and all the, all the three you, you had, and then Friday rolls around and you have another craving, you might say, okay, you know what? No, like Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, I gave into those cravings. I had what I wanted. Da, da, da. Today, I want to make sure that I don't. Today, I'm, today I'm going to be strong. And I'm not, I'm not going to give into that craving. And, but again, that's you being in control, not the food being in control of you. Like you can, you can have it if you want, but you're the one saying, okay, no, like I'm going to make sure I don't do this today because Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I had X, Y, and Z food, right? So that's what I would say is on the terms of if you should give into every craving, but the, the overarching theme is don't over restrict your favorite foods. Don't let cravings get to a 10 on that scale. Nothing, nothing ever good comes in the extremes, right? Nothing ever good comes in extremes, right? Like, like I just said, over restricting, that's an extreme. Nothing good comes from that, right? But giving into every single craving, nothing good comes from that either, right? You're going to gain weight. You're, you're not going to have any self-discipline. You're not going to probably eat the best foods. Like somewhere in the middle is the answer. And how do you do that? I would say, A, treat everyone as an individual basis. B, find a way to work it into your calorie amount or your daily guidelines so you can make sure you can have those cravings when they come to a two or a three and not let them get to a 10, right? Like that would be my kind of take home. If you can take home something from this podcast, that would be the take home. So I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope this gave you some sort of value. I, I hope it resonated with you somewhat. I, if you're listening this far and you saw the, the title and you've listened again, listen this far, I would hope that it was right down your alley. And I hope that I could just give you some kind of value for it. So thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. If you have a question, if you have a concern, I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out to me. I'll put my email in the show notes of this podcast. Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon.